Welcome to the Fleet FYI's podcast, the weekly podcast by Utilimark that reveals how you can make the most of your data for smarter fleet management. My name is Gretchen, and every week I'll be sharing with you not only over two decades worth of data insights, but some of the industry's hottest talking points and key metric analysis with the aim to help you better understand your fleet from every angle. Before we begin, if this is the first time you've heard our show, Thanks for stopping by. Once you finish today's episode, if you could take a few minutes to leave us a review on your favorite podcasting platform, I would really appreciate it. Give us a rating, five stars, I hope, or tell us what you liked or leave us a comment or a question about what you've heard in today's episode. If we haven't yet covered a topic that you're interested in hearing more about, let us know. We would be happy to go over it in detail in a later episode. Let's dig in. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Fleet FYI's podcast. Before we get started today, I wanted to ask you folks a question. So we've all had supply chain issues over the last few years, and especially if you're a fleet manager, I'm sure that's been an absolute thorn in your side. You know, whether it's lead times, parts, availability, or something else entirely, I'd love to know what your biggest challenge is when it comes to the supply chain today. We're actually running a survey over here at Utilimark with all answers being completely confidential to learn more about what's driving you crazy, sorry for the truck pun, when it comes to supply chain challenges and issues. And if you're interested in participating, the link will be in the description of today's show, or you can head over to www.utilimark.com forward slash surveys to learn more. Now that we've gotten that out of the way, let's dig into the show. is covering an interesting topic. It's one that many of you may currently be dealing with, or perhaps you've seen folks from your city, county, or state fleet department dealing with this as well. And it's the concept of sustainability for municipalities or local government entities. Firstly, a lot of the reasons for municipalities driving straight into sustainable policy. And also the second piece of this is the challenges that are actually rising from this initiative. Now, municipalities in North America are increasingly focusing on green initiatives and sustainability for a variety of reasons. And while cities in Europe and Asia have led the way for electrified municipal fleets, low emission cities, and mass implementation of green technologies, these matters are now gaining high importance and urgency on, in the Western Hemisphere. Now, sustainability is happening at every different level today, and forgive me for sounding like a broken record here again, but it means something different to everybody. For some, this could be profitability and longevity of your organization or fleet, and for others, it could be lowering the overall environmental impact and switching to a cleaner fuel source. From its crucial role in the strategies of major corporations to varying importance at an individual household level, the local government level is actually seeing a push towards sustainability and, of course, the challenges that accompany the new, the new initiative with a much greater magnitude. But that then gives way for a new question, and that's this. Why is sustainability actually important to municipalities? Well, 
there's a few reasons for the short answer here, but there's a few reasons why municipal fleets are being pushed towards greener operations. The first being general environmental concerns. That's kind of a no-brainer. Both the U.S. and Canada have committed to reaching net zero greenhouse gas emissions by 2050 due to an increased urgency in the climate crisis. And whilst these pledges have been made at federal levels, municipalities are pivotal to the country's greater goals and set up the foundations within our communities for a greener future. Another major reason is the promise of cost savings and future-proofing. So, of course, two really, really great things, right? Uh, More people are realizing that sustainability is not just a fleeting social trend, but it's actually a long-term global shift, just for, again, the longevity purpose there. And what's more, it's an opportunity to save on costs. Brings us back to the broken record thing, where sometimes it's also about profitability and longevity, longevity for your business. Holy cow. And municipal fleets have several options for implementing sustainability that will also reduce yearly costs, such as transitioning to alternative fuels, implementing more efficient technologies. And overall, municipal fleets can reduce their fuel and maintenance costs over the long term. Not bad, huh? It not only helps to save money, but it ensures that fleets remain competitive and sustainable for the years to come, which a lot of folks are super keen on. Now, I think for government fleets specifically, regulatory compliance is another driving factor for fleets that are trying to go green or organizations that are trying to go green, right? So while sustainability regulations on municipal fleets can vary by location, in many cases, they're similar to those imposed on commercial fleets like electric utilities or construction fleets, for example. And California has some of the strictest emission standards to date in the U.S., And due to this, a lot of fleets are opting to implement greener options, such as alternative fuels or electric vehicles, in order to ensure compliance and avoid penalties. The state overall is also requiring municipal fleets to meet certain quotas for the use of zero emission vehicles, or ZEVs, by 2030, which is not too far away, seven years as a matter of fact. And despite the many reasons for pushing towards sustainability, though, there are also a lot of obstacles that are blocking the way as it stands right now. So let's break that down. So in addition to the challenges that any fleet manager can face when they are transitioning towards greener operations like procurement costs, availability, education, training, government fleets will also face some additional obstacles that they need to keep in mind. Budget constraints and limited funding sources are two of the top challenges for government fleets. Government fleets are often subjected, I'm sure you guys know, to super tight budgets and may not have the resources to invest in costly sustainable technologies or fuels. This can make it quite difficult to secure the necessary funding for the installation of new infrastructure or new vehicles, and sometimes getting a budget approved for these investments can also be a very time-sensitive process, and they depend heavily on budgeting priorities within your community, especially if you have some pretty tight turnaround deadlines for when you need to have a certain percentage of electrified vehicles in your fleet or alternative fuels actually implemented. To combat this, some municipality fleets are actually able to use grant programs and incentives to offset higher upfront costs. And honestly, it makes the challenge a little bit easier to navigate, but not easier overall. That's the thing I really want to stress here is that municipalities are working super hard to try and get a lot of these commitments through and budgeted for and worked on. But sometimes it's just a slower process than everyone would like. Another obstacle for government fleets can be the painstaking procurement process. 
I mean, I'm sure we're all probably familiar with the headaches that are caused by procurement these days, right? But oftentimes, the process for replacing traditional and established practices can be lengthy and bureaucratic. And to overcome these challenges, government fleets may need to educate procurement officials about the benefits of sustainable strategies and also take into account that lead times are very challenging because as of right now, with supply chain shortages, sometimes your lead times could be up to four years. It all depends on the vehicle you're going for. with all of this is that despite the challenges, sustainable technologies and fuels can offer significant benefits for government fleets that make them worth the long-term investment. Communities can benefit from reduced greenhouse gas emissions, improved air quality, and even save tax dollars over time, which don't we all love. Government fleets planning for a sustainable future can also look forward to operating more efficiently and responsibly, whilst also enhancing public perception as conscious caretakers of public resources. Now, of course, every sustainability strategy is different. You have to go with what works well for you, where an EV might work for one fleet, a CNG vehicle might work for you, or perhaps even hydrogen, because that's even new and on the rise. So always make sure that you are taking your time to make the right decision for you and don't force anything if it doesn't feel right. But anyways, I would love to hear from you. What questions do you have about municipality sustainability? Do you have any on environmental impact? Please let me know if you do. It is one of my favorite things to chat about, especially as we can apply a different lens for the topic, depending on your fleet, its region of operation, and what your day in and day out looks like. Feel free to send me an email. You can use the hashtag UtilamarkFleetFYIs, tag us on LinkedIn, or you can send a carrier pigeon should you feel so inclined, because we all know how much I love those. And also, before I sign off today, I wanted to remind you that if you haven't already, I would really love if you could rate and review our show on your favorite podcasting platform. It really helps me out, and I'm so thankful for all of your feedback. And also, the best part, it helps more folks like you find our show. Anyways, that's all from me today. I hope to see you next week for another episode of Utilimark's Fleet FYIs. Ciao. Hey there, it's me again. I think it's time to cue the virtual high five because you've just finished listening to another episode of the Fleet FYI's podcast. If you're already wanting more on all things fleet and vehicle technology, head over to utilimark.com, which is utilimark with a C, U-T-I-L-I-M-A-R-C.com for this episode's show notes and extra insights coming straight from our analyst to you. That's all from me this week. So until next time, I'll catch you later.